Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying co-worker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Hawk Fanatic is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Dury Brothers Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek in Iowa City. Hawkeye Title and Settlement... <clears throat> Steve Anderson and his uh, his fine staff. Mike's Lock and E Keys for Cars, uh, 1-800-800-ROWS, GT Car and Supel Siding and Remodeling, Hurtine and Stocker Jewelers in downtown Iowa City, Premier Automotive, Hit a Deer, Call Premier, The Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas, Dirk Sterner Taxidermy, uh, Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, and our friends at Player Sports Bar and Grill in Iowa City. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Mr. Tom Suter and Mr. Pat Hardy, as Hawk Fanatic begins. How are you? I am doing well. How are you, James? I'm uh, I'm glad the week is just about done. Well, you've had a, <laughs> had a good week of being king. Yes, it's kind of nice to run the show. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet. Can you've I run start a... the story, the show with a story? Sure. It's a Hawkeye story. Okay, even better. So, you know, my mom works at the waterfront Hy-Vee. Yes. She works checkout there. Yeah, and the athletes come through, basketball players, football players. She says hi to them, jokes with them, and chats with them, and just generally they love her. So there was a football player she didn't recognize yesterday, but she she saw the jacket, uh-huh. and she starts saying, "Hey, you know, good luck in the bowl game. I know you guys had a rough season. Hopefully, you can turn things around." It wow. was Cade McNamara. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, really? They showed him on TV last night. I'm watching the game with mom and dad, and she goes. That's the guy I was talking to today at the line. <laughs> Thanks, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of laughed it off. Welcome to Iowa City. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah, there could have been some things she could have said better, probably. But, yep. you know, she was honest. And in a lot of uh, senses, it was not a, a well, smooth season. Yeah, it was and not. That's, that's fair to say. Absolutely. Yeah. So. All right, so um, let's see. Let's, why don't I just take this Is call over Is it the uh, Karen hour? I don't know. Let's find out. Hello. Hello. Hello, Karen. How are you? I was going to say, have we ever seen two more fantastic games in the last two nights? Boy, no kidding. And I was uh, nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs for both of them. <laughs> 
Well, last night, you know, you kind of worried because Chris wasn't going to play. Yes, and boy, they but stepped up. then they came out and they just went 15 to 0 immediately. That's the greatest thing about that. It was a good game to watch and just relax and enjoy the fun. Well, and you're right, Jim, except I didn't. Because in my memory bank, I remember Iowa being ahead by yeah. 20 points at Ames. And uh, with uh, Jared Utoff just absolutely going off in the first half, we ended up losing the game. And by one point, wasn't it? I, th- I think so. Huge difference. Yeah. Two words, in Ames. Yes, but well, I know. We were ahead of most of the time by 25 points. <laughs> yeah, we uh, definitely had uh, had control of the game. But I thought, boy, that game and then the girls' game, the defense, you know, was fantastic. We've been yelling about their defense, and boy, they just came on strong. For both teams, and uh, hopefully the the light goes on, and they say, you know, defense is the way to to really win these tough games. And they were saying that... um, it, the, for the Cyhawk points, they were ahead eleven to nothing, and now it's eleven to six. Yeah. So we'll have to come back with softball. And I well, guess how, what how, is it? Um, how could it have been tonight or something? How could it have been eleven to nothing since we won wrestling? It was eleven to two. But oh, uh, was it eleven to two? Yeah, and then swimming and diving is this weekend, and um, um, uh, some indoor track I think is starts tonight. Yeah. So, <clears throat> So, yeah, yeah. we got so to win out to win. But they were saying that if they had won <clears throat> that women's game, then there's no way we could have caught them. No, we have to win out to to, yeah. to, to win the yeah. series. So now we have a chance. Well, yep. good. <laughs> six points. Six points in one short week. There yeah. you go. <laughs> I'm pulling for them. Okie doke. Well, Thank- we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you, Thanks, Karen. Karen. Yeah, bye. Hi. So, yeah. It was uh, good energy last night, good energy uh, Wednesday night. Get the night off today. Yeah. <laughs> no Hawkeye events. Not going to swimming and diving tonight? Not tonight. <laughs> and then the women play Saturday at, uh, at 8 o'clock? Yeah, with Minnesota. So Yeah. Yeah, and then the the guys play at, what, 530 on yes. Sunday? Yes, yeah. Against Wisconsin. So the yeah, you're uh, getting your season tickets worth this week, aren't uh, you? That's for sure. <laughs> Actually, kind of looking forward to having a night off tonight. I'll bet you are. <laughs> but, but I enjoy. I enjoy going well, to of the arena and seeing the Hawks, especially when they win. That's always fun. It sure helps. <laughs> it surely um, helps. So we have uh, Brad Heinrichs coming up after ten o'clock this morning. Right. He's going to talk about nil. He's kind of the the grand poobah of the, the Swarm is. Collective. So yes, it'll be interesting to hear what he's got to say and kind of explain it in layman's terms to everybody that. Not sure what how it works. Well, and that would be most of us. Yes. <laughs> but it's not rocket science, guys. I well, mean, no, it isn't. pretty simple how it works. I mean, well, I mean, I mean he can explain, but it is pretty simple how it works. It's really not that complicated. I mean, the donors raise money. They distribute it at the behest of the coaches to the athletes, and that's how and they do it. And there you go. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that is basically how it works. Well, yeah, yes. I mean, um, the problem I wonder is how much specifics he's going to be able to talk about. Well, we'll find out. I mean, McNamara was there last night. I'd love to know how much they had to pay to close the deal with Cade McNamara. And I'd like to hear it from him, not from people on Twitter, not from... Right. I'd like to hear it from him. And I completely understand if he can't. If he can't or won't. If he can't or won't. Yes. And my guess is he probably won't. 
That would be be my guy. He might say, uh, you know, players, blah, 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 in that range. Well, we already some... know what they're doing. A lot of it's laid out. It's right there. Remember when they started with the $2,500 a month? I mean, there's... There... Yeah, he, he's got a grid laid out for the swarm. You can do a, a thousand a year. You can do a one-time payment of, I think it's 200 And there's uh, layers up to $10,000 a year that you can pay to the swarm collector. Well, what's the one that... No, I'm talking about what athletes can That's get. the football one. There's ones where right now they're set up to where they're going to get 2500 a month, right? Oh, that, that, that I'm not sure. I thought I've read that. We'll see. Maybe there's, Well, there's maybe all, that's what the Swarm Collective is. There's also different ones, too. There's more than one. Uh, he runs a certain one, but isn't there a football? I thought there was one just for football, too. The, the football players started one that had the same formula that the Minnesota team had, and that came out before. Yeah, the, and that was 2500 a month for athletes, yeah, um, if I remember correctly. Because I remember saying... Okay, that would end up being roughly around thirty, twenty-five, thirty thousand. That's not a bad start for a no to get that. I thought that's what it was. I could be wrong. Like I said, I don't pay that much of close attention to nil, and um, but no, it'll be interesting to see how much specifics he can talk about. Because um, I've read and heard so much about how the difference with McNamara was the nil. Okay, then give us give us a number. What will be? Well, and he will. Well, no, I want to know a specific number. I don't. As far as he'll be able to tell us what the NIL, um, the for sure, the number of people that were part of the Swarm Collective, I don't, and then Cade McNamara. I just want to know up. what the total was. What he had, what they had to pay Cade McNamara. In oh, oh that, I'm not sure. That's if he the, can that's do that. What, that's what I. That's what I want to know. And if he can't, like I said, I understand. But I think that's what most people want to know. And I believe that they're currently at around four million dollars that they have in place already per year to give out to University of Iowa athletes in football yeah, and basketball. That's, I think that's a pretty solid foundation. Now, yeah, they want 10. It's not like, I mean, Bryce Young, didn't he make a million last year? Oh, I think it's, oh yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it. The it, numbers are going to get bigger. Well, yeah, and, but they're never going to be Ohio State, but they won't have to be either. I mean, Ohio State, what did it say? They had to come up with $13 million just to just – to, what finance their yes. football roster uh-huh. and think about that and but they can do it and it's it is what it is it's not going to go back i mean nope. you're going to have to figure out a way to make it work mixed in with the portal and like i said it is out of control right now but look what jeff brown did two days ago boom gone people talk about these college yep. kids being disloyal and owing it to their universities and always looking for something better what's jeff brown doing he didn't give anybody any warning. He's gone. He gets $36 million to go home. To, um, he, but there's nothing stopping him. So that double standard is just not going to happen anymore. Athletes now have leverage. They can come and go at least once. Athletes still have more restrictions than coaches do. They do. Coaches can do whatever they want. So I don't – these people saying the portal's out of control. Yeah, it is. Deal with it because you, um, you saw it coming and nobody did anything about it. Yeah. And NIL is – out of control in some ways. I'm not saying it is at Iowa, but it's, well, it's NIL's getting... There, there just aren't enough safeguards right now. There's not well, enough there's guidelines. Well, there's too much difference between the haves and the haves well, not. Sure. I mean, NIL, places like Alabama, Ohio State, USC, they're just going to crush other schools. And NIL-wise is what I'm saying. I'm yeah, not saying... That, for sure. It's just, and to me, there's already a big divide between the has and the has not that's exactly. my biggest concern with nil is it's just going to feed the divide even more we'll see what he says to that it, it, it will keep 
the divide is there now, and it'll probably add to it. Be worse because yes, of the, I think so. I think the NIL will hurt the divide more than the portal will. I think the portal won't help narrow the divide, but I think NIL is going to be the thing. I mean, I just worry down the road where you read someday where like the USC quarterback. They get a five-star. He agrees to like a $7.5 million deal over three years, 2.5 a year. In, in and a, it, that could happen. Of course it could. And that's and then to me, that's not good for college football. But then I'm being a hypocrite because then I'm saying, well, this kid should not be allowed to earn the kind of money in a free open market, whereas coaches can come and go and get 40. and 50. So yeah, it's just a complicated world right now and it's just interesting watching everybody try to make it work well and it's going to be uh, it's a tremendous adjustment for all of the coaches i mean kirk has, you know has always been a development guy you know get in the the hard workers oh and he's still going to be that and way. he's going to so's fran but they have to do the nil that's too. right and they kirk, have to do the portal. now fran does it like i said the way we played last night fran has used the portal very well under his terms Kirk is not using the portal right now under his terms because the circumstances have dictated that he can't. Kirk, not saying they're desperate, but they're pretty desperate. And dictated that he must use the portal. He has no choice. So he's out of his comfort zone, and I'm sure this is driving him crazy. Mm -hmm. My guess is there's probably a part of him that doesn't like a former Big Ten quarterback in another school coming in for to all of a sudden just take over his offense. I mean, that's not what Kirk likes, but he has no choice. And the tight end was there. I saw the porter was hosting the uh-huh. tight end. Eric All was there. And um, it was funny when they walked. You look at the fans are pointing at him like it was the Beatles landing at um, um, <laughs> New, in York, New York, City. York City. That's seriously what it was I like. Know. I was waiting to see people crying in the stands. That's how starved Iowa fans are for something positive on offense to embrace. Yeah, the linebacker from Nebraska that's uh, transferring from Nebraska, Ernest Hausman, was there last night with um, – Higgins was his host. Yeah, I saw. I saw them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, but it's if for those people that love the recruiting and this is like Christmas for them because, especially right now, this is just all recruiting all over again. That's what this is. Yeah, that's exactly. And what And the it way is. that people cover at the sites that just thrive on that stuff, they're just all the crystal balls and the all the other stuff. They're just eating well, that stuff came up. out came out to haunt them. A few days ago. Yeah, I don't pay attention to that stuff. I just don't. If it, yeah. if they get one, I don't care. If they screw up one, you know, everybody makes mistakes. I just don't. They pay, do. I just don't pay attention to crystal balls. Yeah. I just don't. I. Yeah, you don't have to either. And um, that there's a new recruiting site that what is it, on three. They're now doing nil stuff with all their stories. That's kind of their thing. Is when they do a recruiting story, they like will factor in like his projected nil value so do they know that or they, they got they... people to figure it out i mean it, this this is a pretty it's a pretty impressive new site it started i think the guy who started it, it's the same guy who started rivals and i think maybe the same guy who started the crystal ball stuff i mean so i mean people eat that stuff up yeah. I, I, it's just not yeah. me i mean i i um i tend to be more of an old school do you re- do you read the crystal balls do they <sighs> have really do they have those on rivals I think it's no. 247 that does the crystal yes. balls, I believe. Are they the uh, only ones that have crystal as balls? Fa- as far as I know, and I don't pay much attention to them. So, yeah, I, I did. Just... But, I mean, like I said, we have people that cover recruiting for us, and 
it was it was it was a good atmosphere. It was a very late arriving crowd though last it, night. It, it was man, fifteen minutes before tip off, that arena was not even half full. But then Rob tweeted that the traffic outside the arena was just a nightmare. It was brutal, and I, it was. I don't. I wonder why. For a seven, I can understand a six o'clock game. I drove up there. Dallas and I arrived at the arena probably about quarter to six. No problem. Just drove right in. I was told that it really didn't start to become a cluster until like six thirty. And, and that's then, about when we got there. And, and yes, it was a cluster. I had no traffic. Usually when I drive up Hawkins and go up the street. And, uh, and that was at six? And that was about 10 to, I think 15 minutes made a huge difference. I th- let's see, I picked Dallas up. It was probably about quarter to six when I got by the arena. Mm-hmm. And, but I was told by like 6.15, 6.30, it was just a complete uh, gridlock. And I will agree. Yeah, and yeah, because Rob, um, he shoots photos for Hawk Fanatics. I watched, he got there like a minute before the game started. I mean, that's when he came down there and dropped his equipment down there because the, there was so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had other people tell me it's the worst. I wonder what it was. Said it was the worst they've ever experienced. Don't know. But, I mean, it was uh, a full was house. Not, yes, mean, it was. It was a full house, so that's part of it. But they've had other full houses where they haven't had that kind of traffic. Was there construction out there? I didn't know. Not that. Well, the, just the wrestling construction. Well, that, but, that's but that doesn't nothing. really hinder. No. The, that hinders more the walking. That's right. But not really the traffic. So uh-uh. yeah, no. It, but it was though. The crowd did. I was wondering. God, are they not going to fill this place up? But they, they did. But man, it was just an awful game, and I blame Iowa State entirely. They were just terrible. They just couldn't get. Anything going. Well, and they're one of these teams, I guess, they want to bring you down to their level offensively, and Iowa just wasn't going to do that. They got up to a quick start. Iowa State's just, I mean, they're not very good offensively. Why, they're sure not. I mean, I don't see how they've won. That's amazing. They've won the games they have. I wasn't impressed with anybody they had offensively. Nobody. Uh, that number two, um, what's his name? I mean, Gabe, Gabe Kalshar from Minnesota looked terrible. But he's always been like that, though. He's one game he'll get 30, and then the next game he disappears. He was like that at he Minnesota. Didn't, he didn't, didn't even play that, but he didn't no, start. No. Who's, who's number two for them? I can't, I can't well, here, think I of his right, name. I got the stats oh. right here. But he did. He scored thirty. Caleb Grill. Grill scored like thirty-one points. He the never other looked. Night. He never looked comfortable getting a shot off. There was a hand uh-huh. in his face. They defended him well. And he looks like one of those guys who's a very streaky. He's maybe their Sanford. Uh-huh. I mean, Sanford ended up, let's see, he did make two of five shots. He missed a free throw. He's really struggling. It's in his head right now. Yeah. He's pressing so much. But, but yeah, I mean, here's, let's see, um, Iowa was 12 of 23 from three-point range. Iowa State was three of 22. That was the game. Yeah, unbelievable. That was the game. That was the game in the first half. Iowa made seven in the first half. Iowa State made none. That was a difference of 21 points in the first half. The game and we was had over. a 20-point lead. I never felt like after Iowa got way ahead midway through the first half, like Iowa State was going to come back and win. I kept saying to They're Dallas. They're just not built that way. When I kept saying to Dallas, this game's over, isn't it? And he's like, eh. And I'm like, no, this game's over. Because it never felt like Iowa State had any answer offensively. Well, they didn't. They, they just looked out of sync the whole night. Yeah. They and did. Uh, I, I suppose that a lot of that is Iowa's defense. No, really Iowa's defense. It. Iowa's defense looked good last night. It, it did, and now they're going to have to just do more of it. Now, the, I didn't think the defense looked terrible against Duke. The offense no. didn't look very good against Duke. No, they didn't. And Fran didn't sound optimistic that Chris would play um, Sunday, but he also said it was too early to answer that question. I mean, a lot can. I mean, he's got today. He's got all day tomorrow and most of Sunday. Right. To, so we'll see. I mean, they're gonna, I know they want to be overly cautious. 
I wish they were playing like Minnesota instead. Of, yeah, yeah. Me to too. me, it looks like right now Minnesota's maybe the. It's early though. Northwestern won that game at Michigan State, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did like what the football team did. I remember thinking, "Wow, Northwestern's going to be good after they beat Nebraska." Uh-huh. How good the offensive line was. Then they didn't win a ge- another game. Hello. Hey guys. Hey. Hello. One quick comment. Which team looked like the team that got home at 6 a.m. the previous morning? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Iowa State. Weird. Yeah. yeah, they just didn't have any energy. And, but Fran said that that turnaround was not – I mean – He said they didn't even – He just. I mean, I think we all want to make a bigger deal thing about it, but they were able to get a night, a normal night's sleep the night before the game. They are 20 years old. And, and I, I like mm-hmm. Fran's approach. Don't make – it's not a big deal. Yeah, they play 40 minutes. It. You just deal with it. You're a 20, 20 So year you're old 20 kid. years old. Yeah. Get a good night's sleep, and let's play – you're going to play ball all day anyway well, if you don't that, have a game. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think too – but I do agree with that caller, though. Iowa State looked like the team yes, that had they did. jet lag or whatever. But I think it's easy to look like you have jet lag when your three-point shots aren't going in. And Fran brought that up last night, too. There's games – like he brought up last year, the Big Ten tournament. Remember how hot they were from three? Yeah. Then they go against Richmond and can't hit. He goes, sometimes that just happens, and there's nothing you can do about it. And he was sort of saying that was maybe one of those nights for Iowa State a little bit. And I like that about Fran. He doesn't make excuses, and he also keeps things in perspective. Iowa shot better from three last night. That was the difference in the game. And if you'd f- shot like that against Duke, we probably would have won. You know, but we didn't. So we didn't. Yeah, and there was a reason because Duke's a, Duke's even as good as Iowa State is defensively, Duke's better. Yeah, they're just at least they were that night, and they probably got three lottery picks. I'm looking at some of the shooting here. Um, Caleb Grill was one of six, zero of five from three. Gabe Kalsher was one and one of seven from three. So that's one of twelve from two of their guards. I mean that. Um, and then count on those two guys. Let's see, Taman Lipsy was one of two. He played all right overall. He's um, 11 points, five assists for a freshman point guard. He's 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 good. Well, there's a reason he was pretty highly. I knew he's from Ames and committed to Iowa State pretty early, but he was pretty highly he looked, res- he looked, he looked he was pretty respectful. highly respected in the recruiting circuit, what have you. So, I guess there's a little bit of optimism there. But I mean, if you're Iowa State, we they'd be doing the same thing if it was if the reverse had happened. We'd be sitting here saying that's one game you got to move on, and that's yeah. what they'll do. So what the guy I uh, can't. can't Think of his name, Olan uh, Osen Alje Kuntz. No, oh Osen Osiani. Yeah, the guy that visited here and visited Ames, went to Ames. He, he had what four points? He played. He played nine minutes. Yeah, nine he was in minutes. foul trouble instantly. Yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, and he um, yeah, nine and a half minutes. He really just wasn't much of a factor. Mm-mm. And I'd rather have um now. Let's see what did how much did Ogundale played three minutes, and had two fouls, two turnovers. So probably not the wasn't best, a great showing. Not a great for, three minutes for Josh for Jelly, uh-uh. but he did at least eat up some time. He gave, did gave Robracha some time to rest. Robracha nine of 11, 22 points, God, eleven he was rebounds, a beast, four assists, three block shots. Yeah, he was really impressive, and he. He's just got a lot of positive energy. I think the teammates love him, and I, I just like the way he plays. He, he, um, he, he, I'm not he, he. I'm he's not Chris Street by any means, but there's times where like when he makes that basket and he flexes, like last night he did that, and it just reminded me of Chris Street. Now that, that could that could be that. too because the this time of year I tend to think about Chris some because we're nearing, and this year it's even 
a little different because it's 30 it'll be if you can believe it 30 years this January night will be 30 years since that happened. So, but what he did one of those things, cause I remember in the little time that I covered Chris, there was a couple of times watching from press row when Chris would make a dunk and he turned to his bench and he kind of, you know, flex and, and it just, I just had a moment last night where I kind of thought of Chris yeah. when Robracha did that. I can that. see it. So, but I'm just happy for, for Philip. I, he's been a great addition and as much as Fran doesn't like the portal, I like the way he uses it. And, Right now, Fran doesn't need the portal. I, I mean, this roster, I mean, Tony Perkins was a good get for Iowa. I, sure was. When they got him, I was thinking, okay, I mean, let's see. This is definitely a project because he didn't have any offers. But he has really turned out to be a good basketball player. He has, and uh, I thought Connor was great last night. Connor was very impressive. I mean, they had four players in double figures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Connor had, let's see, Connor McCaffrey, five of eight, three, three of five from three, 13 points. One assist. I thought he had more than one I did, too. Oh, wait. No, I'm reading Patrick. I'm sorry. That's Patrick. Connor was, Connor was. Um, let's see, only eight of eight from the free throw line. That's the <laughs> best thing. Connor was only two of seven from the field, but he had 14 points, four assists, and, of course, no turnovers. Connor just does not turn over the ball. Oh, he doesn't. Um, DeSante Bowen didn't play very he, much. He didn't. I think Fran must – they put him in, and I don't know if it's something Fran just didn't like. Or whatever, but he just didn't really. He put him. Desante played you know, two two minutes and fifty five seconds. I know he had one one turnover in that time. Um, we had two turnovers in the game, so my so guess is two. that's probably why he came yes, out. Yes, and same with with uh, Jelly. Um, well, I don't think Agundale was going to play much anyway. No. I think he was simply in there to give Roberts. DeSante, had DeSante gone in there and done something, he would have played. played. Yeah. Josh, had Josh made a basket or two, he still was going to come out. But um, Josh Dix played 10 minutes and 18 seconds, didn't turn the ball over, made his only shot, had two points. So, I mean, um, I like the fact that Fran got um, at least one of those freshman guards involved because they're going to need him. I mean, because let's see, Aaron Euless. I mean, the big thing about Aaron Euless, two of two from three. That was, I mean, if he can do that, he is going to be a very fine point guard. So he's a nice player, and uh, he's, he just keeps getting better and better. He's, he had just had a real solid game, I thought. He did. He How did. many turns did he have? Six. Oh, well. And he, he that's only, too many. Six turnovers and two assists. I mean, yeah. I mean, that isn't good. That's not good, but they still, I think a couple of his assists were him just being too aggressive going down the court. It's like he got a little ahead of himself. There was one time where he lost his balance. But if he can make threes, I'm not worried about the turnovers. I think he's going to figure that out. I'm more worried about there's going to be a stretch. You know there's going to be a stretch this year where Aaron Eulis won't be able to buy a three. Oh, and yeah. same with Tony For sure. Perkins. There's going to be stretches. where that. Whereas with Bohannon, you knew pretty much with Bohannon, if he was left open and in a set where he can get his open look, more times than not, he was going to make a shot. Yeah. You know, um, but there's going to be – it'll be interesting to see how these guys play when nobody's shooting well from three. Well, we kind of saw that against Duke. Kind of did. They got to figure out a way to be able to win. Like, Iowa State failed miserably. Good teams figure out ways to win when they're not making threes. And it'll be interesting to see how this Iowa team does because um, I've watched more and more Big Ten. It's – other than Purdue, there's just not a lot of good teams in the Big Ten. I'm not saying they're bad, but none – Purdue's the only one I think that – is knocking on the door of being elite. Purdue's really good right now. Yes, they sure are. They really are. But two of their guards are freshmen, so we'll see how they handle the grind. But Zach Eady 
as obviously he's playing himself into a lottery pick. Oh, I mean, for sure. I looked the other day. I think he had 32 and 13. And he's had twenty po- over 20 points in eight straight eight games. Eight straight games, like and that. he's getting double-figure rebounds. Yeah. And, I mean, then, of course, he is 7-4. But he doesn't move like he's 7-4. No, right? he's gotten so much smoother, hasn't he? Yeah, and when he got there, I remember thinking, wow. Remember, though, this guy was a hockey player. He didn't play basketball, I don't believe, until they were saying a seven foot four hockey player. Well, he quit playing, I think, when he got to be six <laughs> eleven. But he didn't play basketball, I don't think, until like his freshman or sophomore year of high school, if I remember correctly. Well, he's sure learning. It's amazing how um, Matt Painter finds these guys. I know Isaac Haas, this guy, and then the guy Harms. with the guy Harms, who looked like Hollow Notes, the one guy from Hollow Notes. Which not Daryl Hall. Well, whoever, not the guy with the little mustache and the black. Yeah, Daryl Hall. Yeah. Okay, and the so Oates was the one with the mustache. Yes. All right. You big Hall and Oates fan, Hunter? Not particularly. How about you, Suter? Uh, I like him more than you guys do. I like a few. Of the, I like Rich Girl, and she's gone. It's cl- great, but after, oh yeah, yeah. No, they have some really good songs. You lost me with Kiss on my list and Man Eater. Well, the John Oates band is pretty good. I've I've uh-huh. heard some of their stuff and. Daryl Hall, uh, I don't know if he still does it, but he used to do a podcast called Daryl Hall's House, and he would have musicians over, and they would jam. And it That'd was, be cool. It was pretty cool. What, what about Kiss on My List? No. Not, not one of my faves. But no, what's the think other they one? made any money on that? Adult Education. What a horrible song. That, that was, was a strange song. Dial! <laughs> I didn't like that Yes song you guys played before I, I came in. I knew <laughs> we'd hear something. <laughs> when did that come out? 84. Yeah, they had already lost it. Yeah, that then. was their that was kind of their well, comeback. They needed, they needed money. That was owner so you of were lo- saying no to yes. I was saying no to yes. That I, was the owner of a lonely. That was Heart just album. John. An- yeah, I didn't like that. John Anderson screaming, whining, a lot yeah. of whining on that album. Yeah, well, I. Would, but they made a ton of money on. That. I bet they. Do you think they made more money on that album than the Roundabout album? They probably, probably, did, probably. yeah, because they were on Geffen Records, and I'm sure David Geffen signed them to a nice big contract. Long distance runaround. Seen all good people. Yeah, that's good the stuff. class. That's yes, the classic. The yes but album. That's yeah. also from like 1970, isn't it? 70, 71, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes goes back a long way. Yeah. He actually put out a solo album a couple years ago. It was, eh. John Anderson did? Yeah. Who else was in that? Um, wasn't How? Was Steve Howe? Steve Howe. Steve was Howe. the guitar yeah. player. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Bill yep. Bruford was the original mm-hmm. drummer. That's right. Bill Bruford. Is yeah. he still alive? I think so. He's been. He went into jazz after he left. Yes, I was never a big <coughs> Yes fan. I was not a huge. Honestly, book. I did like the song that you played. I liked the beginning guitar, the little sound, the, but the, it just the kind of the sitar sound. I kind of like that, yeah. but then it just turns into John Anderson just. Whining, oh yeah, yeah. Just That's whining. A, it can happen to you. Yeah, yes. but I yeah. kind of like the guitar riff at the no, beginning. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, that, I do that, too. That was interesting. That caught me. Because when you first, I'm like, oh, this is old, yes. And I'd be like, oh, it's not that old, yes. Because, yeah. yeah, the owner of A Lonely Heart, that album just. I'll be honest with you. I played that for time more than anything else. <laughs> I, had a, I, had, I had a list of. I had a, a How long hand, is it? About five and a half minutes. Oh, that is long. I had a handful of songs in that category. So can you look at the computer and say, I need a five and a half minute song, and it gives you a list of things you can play? You can, you can sort it by duration. Uh-huh. And then just you put all the categories in there, and it just it'll so sort it. If you played in a God of Vita, would you hear from Captain? Uh, yes. How long into the song? Um, if you let's say you had an upset <laughs> stomach and you had to go, you had to go in, and you just had to be off the air for a while. And you, how long would it take to hear from Inagato Vita? Well, see, the drum solo kicks in around two and a half. Well, the song itself isn't it like twenty seventeen or eighteen? Is it seventeen or eighteen? Yeah, okay, I thought it. Okay, it's just under twenty minutes, right? Okay, I right. might get away with it if I played Alice's Restaurant about the same 
same length, but at least there's stuff happening in it. It's not, it, it doesn't, it doesn't just die with a drum solo for 20 minutes or whatever. I can't remember the last. Have you ever heard Inagata La Vida from start to finish? Inagata La Vida? Uh, yes. Yes, I, I have. I'm pretty sure I have, but it, it, it's, it's not easy. So tedious. It the, is. I, I'm with you. It the is. single version is 240. <laughs> how could well, you and do that a, was about right. They just cut the But how could you do a single version? I, I know, but still, even as a single. Just the, well, they get plodding solos and yeah. just... Da, 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 da. Well, they did it the same thing with the Light My Fire. They could knocked it down to, what, three and a half Which minutes or something. Which was silly. Yeah, they yeah. took out... But, but you know, compare the Inagata La Vida no, instrumentals I to... Because without... Because without the Light My Fire instrumental, to me, it sounds not the same. Right, but as their manager told them, you know, if you, if you if get... If you want airplay... Right, yeah. if you want... It, yeah, to compromise. If you want fans in Peoria to hear your songs, we'll do this, and then they'll buy your album, and they'll like the longer but version. But now radio stations play the long version. Don't Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever play the long version? No. Here? I mean, oh, yeah, I play it on the... But not show. on this, you wouldn't. No, and we play it on our sister station. But okay. we, yeah, we don't play. What is short it? Just version. under seven minutes. Yeah, just right around seven. Okay, back to the Hawks. <laughs> back to the. I'd say stay in our lane, but that is our lane. It is our lane. <laughs> um, this is Hawk fanatic, and we can be fanatical about the Hawks or not. Well, I mean, because Pat just has to deal with the feedback. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't had to deal with any of the feedback from that stupid... None at all. <laughs> Some guy made fun of me because I didn't know what the initial CP stood for. I didn't know that he was talking about that Eli Manning. Oh, I've, I woke up to... Somebody was still lashing out today. I just, I'm just block... Block him. Just goodbye. Block I just goodbye. I'm guessing most of the guys doing that are between the ages of 18 and 30, probably still wear their baseball caps backwards, <laughs> and probably get loud when they get drunk. And, and they're in their mom's basement. Oh, no, not necessarily that, but probably exaggerate their, you know what I mean, their conquest. Uh-huh. Sure. I mean, but the baseball cap backwards in 18 to 30. <laughs> and I, it, is ama- it is amazing, though, what interests people. Yeah. Like, they think that's like a... A gotcha moment. I well, just, for them it is. So yeah, I, that's I, right. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Hello. I actually hear the favorite yes song, "Long Distance Run Around My Waist." No, nah. oh, yeah. I thought it was going somewhere. I know. I thought, I thought that I was, was hopeful. It had a chance. Roundabout would have been a better. <laughs> Roundabout would have been better. Uh, Ashley said yes to the buffet. There's some, yeah, there was other ways you could have. There been. are other way other ways that you could have gone. So is that sorry, a, is that a big, no no bell? I've seen all good people skinnier than me. You know. <laughs> oh, what's better, a Brian Ferentz game plan or that call? Brian Ferentz game, game plan. plan. Yes, for wow. sure. Well, for sure. <laughs> Hello. Hey, uh, I hope I got a better question. Uh, Since I'm confused about who's leaving Iowa and who's coming in, okay, is there? Can you review that kind of? You you touched on it earlier. Sure, yeah, I can. We can go. um, Who's uh, coming in right now is Cade McNamara, and I'm. Has Eric All announced anything yet? He has not announced anything. Uh, He has not. But Eric All, the tight end from Michigan, was here last night. (laughs) Sam Laporta was showing around, and I haven't really seen many other names mentioned with Eric All. Just see. Now, he uh, is injured. He has had an injury. Has, Washington was mentioned and Notre Dame But was I'm talking mentioned. about a place where he says where he's going to visit. I haven't seen oh, no, indicate no other visits that he's yet. going to visit anywhere. Nope. As of now, that could change. Nope. And the eight, that they've lost eight as of last count. Like I said, I didn't pay much attention to the portal. Eight is, is right plus a walk-on. Um, well, I think they've lost okay. a couple. Five offense, three defense. The offense are Padilla, the two receivers, Bruce and Keegan Johnson, lineman Josh Volk. 
Running back Gavin Williams, defense is safety Reggie Bracey, or cornerback, I'm not sure uh-huh. what he um, – and then um, linebacker Justin Jacobs. And, and the Dread Pirate and, Roberts. And Terry Roberts, who's getting a ton of scholarship offers. And wouldn't it be ironic if he ended up going to the Penn State? Pennsylvania, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we are yeah, right I'm now. Sure. Now, I haven't checked my phone in 20 minutes. It could be different. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Well, thanks. Um, the other thing that I just read yesterday, maybe you've talked about it, but – the Kentucky starting quarterback is not going to play. No, the starting running backs back not. Right. Yeah, they're starting running backs out, the one who really hurt Iowa. Yeah, so this game, it's going to be one of the most bizarre bowl games. They ever. have a very a very talented, fast uh, trainer that is uh, learning some of the plays. <laughs> no, it's going to be a third-string quarterback versus a second-string quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably nobody knows anything about him. So, Well, I, I haven't don't really even know anything about Joey Labus, really. I, well, there's nothing to know about Joey nope. Labus. He hasn't played. No. I'm not sure how much <laughs> right, the backup. That's what I, I mean, that's what I mean. It's, it's, you know, we're in the ozone on everybody now. But, yeah, Will Labus took a majority of the snaps. So, Will Levis. So, yeah, the, it's going to be a weird bowl game. It is. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. Well, rising stars sometimes rise. It'll yeah. be fun both, to watch. Yep, I you hope. bet. Both, both teams will be <laughs> kind of in thanks. a similar situation. Yeah, thanks for the review. I appreciate it. You bet. It. So, we so right now, walking around in walking around in Mesa, it's forty-five degrees right now. Oh, cool! Wow, it's <laughs> forty-five. It's not right. much. It does get it does get nice in the winter. I mean, it's yeah. what it's supposed to get to about forty here today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll probably get to sixty something. So, all right, well, I'm enjoy nice. it. <laughs> Have a good day. Oh, for sure. All right, all right yeah, thanks. thanks a lot. What were you saying? Speaking of getting thrown in, Baker Mayfield yesterday. I didn't oh, was he, did he play? He played and uh, orchestrated two drives, and they came back and won. I forgot there was no. even a game. Yeah. <laughs> he came in late in the game. Yeah, the Rams beat the Raiders. Yeah. I forgot there was even a game on there. Because nobody pays attention because you got to watch it on Amazon or something. Well, I was turning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the NFL Network will play the moment the game ends, then they'll play the replay, I think is what they do. Right. But I woke up today, and unfortunately, I had it on Fox Sports. And when I woke up and turned the TV on, it was Skip Bayless and <laughs> Shannon Sharp arguing. Skip Bayless is a huge Baker Mayfield apologist and saying that this is his coming. It's the same. Just, they just argue about the same stuff every day. And I couldn't change the channel fast enough. <laughs> no, I can't do that. You know who Skip Bayless yeah, is. Yeah, I, I was, was in Vegas a couple years ago, and they were on in the background. We were in the sports book. Just screaming and at the top of their lungs. And they argue. Why does anybody listen to this? And they argue about stuff like a 10-year-old. No, Tom Brady's better than Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Rodgers is better than. Yeah. That's all they do. It's ridiculous. But they make, I mean. $8 billion a year. He makes $8 million a year, and I think Shannon makes about four. I mean, we looked it up. Captain looked it up. They have 40 million YouTube viewers, I believe, something like that. Now, wasn't he like a reporter for USA oh, Today or something? No, he was all over the Chicago. He worked for tons oh, of Oh, that's right. That's right. Dallas Morning News, LA Times, and he was very good. It's that, I mean, I know he's doing it for the money, but um, yeah, he was a very, he's a very good writer, very good reporter, but this carnival barking crap on TV, I just, I mean, Stephen A. Smith, I had him on ESPN. He was just screaming the other day. Steve, you know who Stephen A. Smith is yes, for ESPN? Yes, he's yes, another yes. one that I just, I just, but people eat it up, so more power to them. I mean, these guys are getting filthy rich doing this stuff. I mean, they come in and they sit at a table and yell and scream sports for four hours and, I mean, and get paid $8 million. Yeah. 
Well, you remember, maybe if maybe you don't, but after the Bear games on WGN Radio, they used to have a thing called the Sports Writers, and they actually did put it on, on TV. Oh, I oh, used yeah. to I love mean, watching that yeah, on I mean, TV. Everyone, yeah, I watched yeah. that years ago. With the so smoke-filled t- room. Telford and... and uh, William Joust, Bill Gleason. Jousey. Ben uh, Bentley. Ben Bentley, <laughs> the guy from um, AP, what's his name? I can't remember. But yeah, no, I remember oh, we watching that. Rick Tellender, to, yeah. We used to yeah. love to watch That's how, that. kind of how it all started. Yeah. That kind of got everything started. Now it's just ridiculous. The it is the 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 amount of it and just what they argue about. They never argue about interesting topics. They just argue about, like I said, like well, my idol's bigger than your, better than your idol. I mean, it's just talk about issues that matter in sports. Sometimes (laughs) they just wear me out. I I can't. I can't do it. No, that's something you 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 do like when you're with your buddies. You know, saying who your favorite. The best is is when Skip tries to tell Shannon what's what it's like to play in the NFL. (laughs) Shannon's a Hall of Famer with three Super Bowls, and Skip's his argument's always, "Well, I've covered the NFL since the mid '70s, so it's just." Well, I played in the NFL, and he played quite well. Shannon Sharp was great. He was great, and his brother was great too until he got hurt. Sterling Sterling was great. He was on his way to the Hall of Fame until he injured his back. I believe it was. He used to kill the Bears. Just kill the Bears. <laughs> oh, Who doesn't? Well, Hello. Hello. Uh, there's a great clip on YouTube of uh, Bayless just getting his ass handed to him by uh, Jalen Rose. Yeah, the water pistol Pete. Basketball. Yeah, yeah, did you see that one? Oh, I've seen it a couple it of times. He called out Skip because Skip was pissing him off, and he looked up Skip's and Skip played on his high. He was on his high school basketball team, but he averaged one point two points per game. And <laughs> Skip, yeah. Skip earlier in some Skip, some show had called compared himself to Pete Maravich a little bit, saying that he was a shooter <laughs> and whatever. And then Jalen just ate him up. Yeah, yeah. but who I mean, think, who do you think was worse at basketball, Skip Bayless or uh, John Licklider? Um, <laughs> Sounds like Skip Bayless because John John Lipleider, I he did have, he he won a state well, championship with wrote, City High. Yeah, but do you think Matt Gaetans had anything to do with that? <laughs> I think he might have. I think John. I covered a lot of those games. John Lipleider definitely helped, but you take Matt Gaetans off that team, and they, I mean they wouldn't have won. I mean John Lipleider would not have started for a lot of high school no. teams. He was, and he should yeah. never have been on Iowa's roster. Never. <laughs> uh, agreed. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he made it very far. Yeah, don't get me started on John Licklider. I mean, that was just one of <laughs> that was a ridiculous move by Todd, and the fact that Iowa let it happen. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's completely. I mean, yeah. I'm not. Oh, I'm not against a kid playing for his dad, even as a walk-on. But I mean, he was five eight. I mean, he just did not belong in a Big Ten uniform. If he wanted to be a student manager for his dad, do that. Yeah, that just pissed me off when that happened. All right, good show. I'm looking forward to the uh, NIL guy. Can you ask him uh, if it, and maybe, or maybe you guys know, is it true that each, I guess it's maybe football player, gets a, like the same starting amount? Well, of, that's uh, how NIL. they released yeah, yeah. it to begin with. That, yeah. That, yeah, that I thought it was 2500 a month. I could be wrong, but... I thought it was three. I thought it was it's three somewhere days. around there. It's somewhere around there. But there's also two different NILs, aren't there? There's probably... Uh, there's I'm, a lot of different animals. But, but there's two yeah, main the ones is what I'm saying. There's a football-only one, and I'm just wondering if some of the stuff I've read, I'm getting them mixed together like this. The, the football one This is, is the swarm, right? This is big, football one little. Yeah, and his is... And the, which, do you guys know which one makes the players like go out in the community? Is, it, is that like one of the football ones, or is it for all sports? Well, I don't think any of them make them. They have to do that to get the money. I don't. You don't yeah, have to do I mean. any of this stuff. You don't have to do nil if you don't want to. They're not being made to. They're going out into the community. No, no. But I mean, it's a condition. 
I, I, I don't know. We'll have to ask. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's why we're having him oh, on, okay. to ask questions like that. I don't know. All right, good one. Good, yep. good time. Yeah, Thank I had you. no idea that they're being forced to go out to the community. to. That, uh, that was part of the thing with Iowa. Yeah, they... Uh, but is that the football one or is it this one? The football one is, is, is a nothing. It's a small and see, little thing. This is a why $4 is million there, a year collective. This but why is, is there a football one then? Because the players wanted to get some money, and this wasn't set up yet. And they wanted to get some money. Why, why not? But why is it not taken off? Oh, I th- I, they had capped it at, I think, 2,000 people, and I don't think they got that many in. Um, they, it was just designed to get But I think a lot money. of people are getting the two mixed up, because when the football one started, it got a lot of coverage. It did because, and it I was think there's first. a lot of people are are mixing the two. I know I'm doing that because yep. a lot of people just don't follow this stuff very closely. I mean, they just don't. I mean, and so yeah, we got to try to explain to the people the difference because, like I said, I don't follow as closely as you do. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I'm not saying I don't care. I care about it, but I, it's just not my concern other than just covering it. I mean, you're into it because you're a fan and you want Iowa to be able to wheel and deal with the best you of bet. them. And um, and, and our NIL ultimately came out is come out pretty good is ahead of most. And you know, I'm, well, I'm not going to argue. I don't because then well, Brad will be able to tell. But us. also, let's okay. You got to look at it objectively too. I mean, um, Ohio State, Alabama, USC. Oh, like I, I don't want you. I don't want to. I don't want you to mislead our listeners. Oh, I the, would not. Don't uh, intend. I don't. To. I mean, it's still. I mean, the NIL is very good, but there's some schools they're just not going to be able to compete with. They're absolutely correct. So Iowa's is like Wisconsin's. It's like Minnesota. No, ours is much better. Then, Wisconsin's is poor. No, I mean it's very similar to Minnesota's. Is what I've read. Mm, you know, perhaps, and I don't perhaps. know. Wisconsin's is not as poor as you think. I've read. It's uh, where are you getting this information? Uh, from. Uh, because I've read that Wisconsin's doing some wheeling and dealing in the portal now, and they're going to be getting some players. I just, I mean, we can't. I wouldn't dismiss Wisconsin's nil yet. I mean, I, I mean, w- well, look, we're going to be talking to someone who knows, but he probably doesn't stuff. know a lot about Wisconsin's well, nil. I bet he does. But I've read some stuff where they're they're in on some players. I mean, they all they they were in on Caleb Williams last year. You don't think nil yeah. was involved with that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So no, I just don't. I, I just want to try to be a little objective. You know, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Well, he'll tell us where where we're at, and uh, the numbers change so d- dramatically and so quickly. Because I remember when I first saw that uh, Texas was offering their offensive linemen that were on scholarship flat fifty thousand dollars. That at the time that seemed like just a massive number to me. It is. It still is. I was not doing that. No, no, they're not. I was not coming close. And I'm I'm not saying they should, but. That is a massive number, and it's true, and that's what I'm saying. There's schools like that out there. Those are the schools I'm telling you, and I don't think Iowa should do that. But Iowa's not going to be paying two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to their five starting offensive linemen. I, no. I don't. I don't see, and nor should they. I don't think. But that's why I'm letting our listeners know there are schools out there though that are doing stuff like that. There are, and it's the ones that are always usually the best at getting the five stars. And to me, in a lot of ways, the NIL is just enhanced their ability to do that. That's my biggest problem. Probably has put above board what's been going on for it has. years and Basically, years. all the stuff that's going on now has been going on for years. Now, yeah. there's just not many rules or regulations that's from correct. stopping it. And the NCAA has just disappeared. 
And I'm not. And I, that's something else we can talk to Brad about too. But is, it's also NIL was not supposed to be used to lure kids from high school to college, but it's being used that way. Yeah. But they yes. excuse it by saying, "Well, we're not paying him until he gets here." Well, the only reason he's here is because of the understanding of what him. you told him you were going to pay that's him. Right. So, I, is Iowa doing that? I don't know. I mean, and technically, they're not supposed to. But I wouldn't have a problem if I was doing that. If the other schools are doing it, I think Iowa should do it. I agree. I but, mean, because other schools are doing it. I mean, yeah. kids in high school know what they're getting paid when they. I'm. I mean, you know, NIL. I've heard was is a factor in Justin Jacobs is. Yeah. Departure. Well, I know it is. I'm not going to say stuff that I know on the air because to me, some of the, not everything with NIL with these guys has to be out on social media. Some of the stuff that they want it kept private, and I know there's probably stuff about Justin Jacobs that's out there. But I've heard from a very reliable source that it, you know, that Oregon's a player, and it might be largely because of NIL money, and that's just. I mean, I was amazed. I was amazed by the figure I heard that he might make in one year. But if he does, more power to him. I mean, I know it sucks that he's leaving Iowa, but I would not be disappointed in Iowa for not matching what I was told he might be getting to. So now that's one question that I want, that I'm interested in. If somebody offers one of the Hawkeye players, let's say a figure of $400,000 to join their team, does does the Iowa NIL collective have an opportunity to match that or does stuff like that? I'm sure, I'm sure you can. There's nothing, there's no rules that say you can't. I mean, it just comes down to, do you, would you want to? And you know, anytime they are going to make that kind of offer, they have to get permission from Kirk. I mean, I, I, I think Kirk has to be the one to say, okay, yeah, we'll have a guy making a half a million on our roster, but he's got to approve that. Hopefully he can confirm that. I want to know, Every move they make, they have to make the move. My guess is Iowa football vets these guys and then says, yep, we, we, want, we want this guy to go make I it work. I would imagine so. I think that's probably yeah, how it works. I and would hopefully he so. can discuss that yes. in general terms. I'm guessing that they're not offering NIL money to somebody that Kirk and his staff have not vetted. And maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, I'll bet you're right. And I'm, but I would think that would be the case with most schools. And um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Nebraska – I've read some stuff where they're they're going to be spending a lot of money, and they've got a lot of it. Their donors are very active. Nebraska's the kind of school I could see thriving. Well, we'll see. I mean, I could see them because they've all even during all this stretch where they've been bad. More times than not, they've had better recruiting classes than Iowa on paper. And the other thing to keep in mind is just because you spend a lot of money on a team doesn't guarantee success. Like look at A and M this year; they had a. Tens. The difference, though, is with NIL, a lot of these guys have already proven at the college level. But a they lot were of, like, what, four and eight this year? Well, yeah, but you're basing it on an incoming recruiting class of a bunch of freshmen. If you're not going to win uh, with a bunch of freshmen. That I mean, portal's different. Those, most of the guys in the portal are proved. I mean, Cade McNair, for example, I would take him right now over a four- or five-star quarterback because that four- or five-star quarterback's never played. For sure. Cade McNamara's played. So, to me, that's hard to compare recruiting classes with Portal because most of these Portal guys – I mean, Eric All, if he ends up coming to Iowa, he's, he had over 400 yards receiving at Michigan when he was healthy two years ago. He's a proven commodity, whereas a four-star tight end coming out of high school, is not. you don't know what he's going to do. Right. I mean, so that's why I think that's a little bit different. But I like the way Iowa's doing their NIL. I think they, I think they realize they have to be aggressive, but I think they also realize you can only be aggressive to a point and you can only spend so much money. I don't think Kirk wants like a millionaire on his roster. I, maybe I'm wrong. And, I mean, like I said, it'll be interesting to see if we ask – 
Um, the scenario I said the other day, a five-star that happens to have an idea, maybe he's related to someone on the staff. By God, he's coming here. He won't even visit other schools, but he just wants a million a year while he's here. I don't think Kirk would go for something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I just can't see that happening. And that would also be one-fourth of their, their yearly collective. I mean, it's, it's think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what Bryce Young made at Alabama this year, from what I read, is one-fourth of Iowa's class. I read that he was making a million at Alabama this year and maybe made that last year, too. And I'm not even sure if he's the highest paid. I'm not even sure who the highest paid athlete is. Well, maybe Brad will know some of that, too. I don't know. I, don't but know I, did, I have read where into. Bryce Young, I thought, was making a million dollars this year playing quarterback for Alabama. And it's funny, Nick Saban, you know, he's, he's kind of tried to dismiss the NIL, but they all play the game and they have to. Saban can say what he wants, but he's not standing in the way of Bryce Young getting all that money. I mean, you have to play the game. Let's take a break, boys, and then we'll be back with some more chatter, and then hopefully we'll have uh, Brad Heinrichs, the uh, NIL Collective uh, co-founder and CEO on the air with us. We'll be right back. It's the Hawk Fanatic on the Mighty 1630 KCJJ. Your life is always changing, and a lot of things can affect how and what you save. So a good retirement plan changes with your life. At Wells Fargo Advisors, we believe conversation leads to financial clarity. So start a conversation today. Wells Fargo Advisors, together we'll go far. For information locally, call 338-3799 or 866-217-2369 or stop by 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201, Coralville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC. Member SIPC. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Hi, this is Jill Sterner with Sterner Taxidermy in Lone Tree. It's hunting season again, and I'm inviting all of you hunters to follow us on our Facebook page. You can view Dirk's award-winning artistry, his workmanship that he completes with each individual piece. We can be reached at 319-330-1774 again. 319-330-1774. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players, Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. 
this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Lincoln in Iowa City. Let me tell you why right now is an absolute great time to buy a new Lincoln. Custom order the exact vehicle you want from interior and exterior colors and a full range of equipment content. Your vehicle, your way. Plus, with an unusually high used car market, trade-in values are more now than we've ever seen before. Stop by Deary Brothers Lincoln at Highway 1 and Mormon Trek, Iowa City. There's a problem here in eastern Iowa. There's not enough Hawkeye fans. I mean, really, shouldn't everybody be a Hawkeye fan? Well, maybe not, but you should be a fan of my team at Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson, and my team of experts at Hawkeye Title and Settlement know what they're doing. Call us at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyokin. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoke has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, and family-style service, to historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke is like a warm hug, with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous Pies to Go and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtin and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtin and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making Rain will end this morning, and then it's going to stay mostly cloudy here through the day today. We'll get to about 39 for a high this afternoon with wind out of the northeast at 5 to 15. Tonight, cloudy will drop to 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, scattered light rain showers with a high of 45. On Sunday, partly cloudy, 43. We are watching a system that will bring rain with a little freezing rain and snow late Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Current temp now 37. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Hawk Fanatic is back. Is it better than ever, or is it uh, well, sailing into the sunset? Remains to be seen. It's an open sh- open slate right now. Okay, This could be better. It could be just as good. It could go another way completely, but I doubt it. Well, Because we have a guest, and well, that usually helps. Well, hopefully Brad will be... Yeah. Be at his phone at uh, a little before ten fifteen. Yep, our time eleven fifteen. His. When's the last time you touched base with him? Uh, yesterday. Okay, my guess is he will. Hell, I, I mean, would think he would wants to promote this stuff. We're yeah, giving him a lot of listeners. You bet. But, and I think a lot of listeners. There's been a lot of stuff on the NIL on Twitter and message boards, but. Sometimes we need to remind people that not everybody is on Twitter and message boards. Right. That Actually, more people too. probably aren't on Twitter. What right. is Twitter? 10% of society, I think? I... Something like that. And, I, and, you know, it's way less than that for message boards. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. I forget. That's true. Because that, I'll put something up on my uh, – I'll post a story on my board that's already been on social media. Uh, and I'll be, oh, God, this is way late. It won't drive any traffic. Thinking, 
But a lot of those people that go and read it then on my board, they're not on social media. You know, they they're they're on so they're on internet. Don't get me wrong, yes. but they're not on Twitter and stuff. They get That's their right. so yeah. Sometimes so yeah. This will be good for him to spread the word. Well, and it's kind of, what it is more than anything is somebody who does it, who understands it, who set it up so he gets how it works. And most of us don't really quite. I don't have all the pieces, and I'm hoping that talking to Brad today is going to help. Are you going to bring up Proctor to him? Because he can talk about Proctor. Sure he can. He's not an Iowa coach. Proctor hasn't signed, but that's what the fans are dying to know. I mean, how much is NIL a factor? And I know Caden Proctor said a while back that it was not a factor at all in his decision, but I've read from people that that has since maybe changed a little bit, that maybe NIL is more of a factor and that Iowa has – working to put a package together for him. And when you are talking really big numbers like some of these kids are going to get, even kids at Iowa, you know, it has to be a factor uh, of some kind. Sure. You know, if you're saying you're going to make a million dollars while you're here, okay, that helps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's better than uh, we can't pay you anything, but uh, we have a good track record. Well, what I'm going to ask, do you foresee a time, and maybe it's coming soon, where there is an Iowa Hawkeye athlete making $1 million a year? That's a fair question to ask him. And he can answer that yes or no without being specific about any athlete. I think with the deals that Caitlin Clark has in place, she might be there already. But we don't know. You're just but speculating. But we don't know. We're, and she's a very rare case. Yes. She's very uh, very rare. But, yes. Yeah, and, but we don't know. We're just, I mean, we're guessing. We don't know if she's making a million. Someone told me, she, I, someone told me she's making $7 million a year. And I, I, I don't. I don't know about that. They actually showed me something, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, well, this, maybe Brad will. Um, you know, but I don't know he's if he's. Tell us how much I don't know if he's you. privy to how much My Nike guess, yeah, is paying her, or yeah, because there's a lot of tops. Not, there's a lot of stuff she's doing that doesn't involve Brad. exactly. I mean, Maybe all of it, yes. except for the well, probably, monthly. Yeah, except for the monthly thing. That what's that? I swear, I thought I read the monthly thing is twenty five hundred a month. If you're an athlete on one of the, I thought that was five teams. I thought it was because I remember saying, "No, oh, that's thirty grand a year. That ain't bad." That's pretty good. You know, that's the plus scholarship. That's uh, yeah, pretty you, good. You could put a lot of that twenty five hundred away a month if you if you're somewhat frugal. Sure, mm-hmm. that's thirty grand a year. Yeah, you do that, that for four you. years. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Nice start to your 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 post college career. If you're able to save most of that in college, you got one hundred twenty thousand dollars in your pocket after you leave. To me, that's nil working at its best. Well, how many of us left college with one hundred twenty thousand dollars in our pocket? Certainly not me. Not I, me. I had no money when I left college. Oh uh, no. I mean, I basically was living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And I had student loans I needed to pay off. <laughs> I mean, if I had any emergency, my parents were there, of course. Sure. I mean, I, 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 I am fully willing to acknowledge that. But no, as far as not many people do. So have you retired all your student debt? Oh, yeah. It wasn't much anything. Yeah. Actually, it was kind of uh, – <laughs> my dad came up with this brilliant idea. I needed a car, so we took out a student loan at the low, low rate, right, yeah. uh, to get the down payment for it. And then I just paid him back, you know, with the uh, with that instead of instead of you know get because back then loan loan rates were like eighteen nineteen percent for cars in, in the late seventies early eighties yeah. before they they're reasonable where they are now. So um, we ended up saving a lot of money uh, on my purchase of the car, and I made the car payments, and then I just paid him back the. What kind of car was it? <laughs> you had to ask. Of course, I did. Seventy nine uh, seventy nine Dodge Colt. <laughs> Dodge Colt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not a not not one of the finer machines. 
I called it the Dajasaki because it was made by Mitsubishi. You know, it yeah. had the, everything was in Japanese yeah, under sure. the hood. <laughs> um, by the way, the city of uh, Coralville, their phones are out uh, at City Hall. So if you need to get a hold of somebody there, uh, go to coralville.org and uh, check out their directory. You can email the people in the departments that you need. They'll let you know. Uh, they're updating us Good. when they get back. You can always, 911 still works, but they have an outage with their their carrier, so they're working on it. <clears throat> There's my public service for the for the show. We haven't said anything about Brittany Griner getting freed from How cool is that? Russian hell. Yeah, I thought that I knew it was going to end up just being a big crap show here though. Uh people just arguing it like Yeah, everything. why can't you get the marine back and, yeah. and they're trying. Yeah, they're, they're trying. And Putin has even said today there's there's still a, a chance that they we can still do more more of these. I'd feel a lot different if this Victor Bout or whatever had only served like a year. He's been in for what, 12 and a half, 13 years? Yeah, he's been he, he's, he's served a big Well, has time. it been that long? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, it's been right roughly around there. So he has served About a half big, of his sentence. Yeah. yeah, but he has served a big chunk of it. But no, I just there's just people out there that just thrive on division. And that's how they make their living. They sow division. And I knew the moment this happened and Waylon didn't get out, there's some people that are mad that she's out because she's a black female. Mm-hmm. Lesbian. Lesbian. Yeah, and absolutely. Just, and and I, I will give, there's some people on credit that are on Twitter that are willing to say that. Yeah. Because now they know they can say stuff like that. And, um, and it's, just, I, it's just so depressing to think that something like this even causes... Well, to just yeah, the Secretary of State said it wasn't. There was no negotiation. It was either this or nothing. And I believe that both the stuff against Whalen is trumped up. I think the stuff against her was sure. But at least from the Russian point of view, one is being charged with espionage. The other had weed. Yeah, yeah. sheesh. So it's a little different. But still, Biden left behind a Marine. He's but he hate. I mean, it just well, the guy was in there when Trump was president too. So you know, but yeah, and that's. I but it's just. I'm just from a sports standpoint. I'm glad she's back. From a human standpoint, I'm glad she's back. Hopefully now she knows, don't go back to Russia to play basketball. I mean, make do with what you can do over here. And there's been a lot of people that um, don't like her because she kneeled for the national anthem. I'm not getting into that. I'm not going to tell a black woman how to perceive. I mean, I don't, I mean I'm just not going to go there. I, there's I still do, Iowa players I that stand are during the national anthem. I proudly stand. I, wish most I do pe- too. I wish people would, but I'm not going to judge somebody who doesn't for their beliefs. No, I stand Especially up. somebody who's black. I always stand up, take I off my hat. Yeah. And, and take great I don't pride have in a it. problem with it. And I take I great don't. pride in it. Um, I get more offended by the people who stand up and talk during the national anthem. Oh, yeah. You think that just by standing, out. by standing, they're doing their patriotic deed. Yeah, and I'm just. But no, it was good to see her get out. I just was un, uh, unhappy to see the kind of the fallout it caused here. But I knew it was happening because that's where we are right now. Sure. It's just div- divide, 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 and a lot of people making livings on the division. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of people, if somehow we figured out a way to get along and work together, there's a lot of people in the media and on social that would lose their jobs because yeah. their jobs are all based on sowing division. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just unfortunate. I'm just happy that she's back, and I hope they live up to their promise, her, her significant other, that they're going to keep fighting for Paul Whelan and keep fighting I'm to try to get him sure out. I'm sure that they will. I'm hopeful that they will. And my concern, too, is that... Uh, you know, what sort of damage did this do Brittany while she was well, for nine months or however? We'll find 10 out. Months. She looked, I mean, when they showed her on the airplane, she looked okay. I know I'm basically making yeah. a very basic observation on limited. But she was very happy, obviously. She's very happy, and yeah, she seemed very relieved, so we'll see. 
I mean, I'm just glad she's out and she can start resuming her life again. But hopefully this is, if, I, if I'm an American, don't go to Russia. I mean, well, hello. Don't go to Ru- don't go to Russia. I mean, Steven Seagal's over there. I guess you want to go see <laughs> it's him. A good spot for him. <laughs> but don't go to Russia. Well, that's I what mean, Biden said yesterday. So when you check check the Secretary of State's websites, check the White House website. There are countries where we advise you not to go. And don't go there. I mean, yeah, I'm with you. But who in the hell would want to go to Russia? Well, right now, I hope nobody. Yeah. But who in there at any time would want to go to that miserable? Well, country? I know my. Um, I mean, I know there's beautiful forests. You know, my but, sister and brother-in-law took a cruise up in that, and they visited. Uh, and I'm sure it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Visited but, some of the major cities and. Mm-hmm. But the cities themselves, I mean, were there beautiful homes and I mean. Every time I see something from Russia, it shows a dark, dingy, like apartment building where everybody's living in a high rise. I don't think I've ever seen. Now, Ukraine, you see a bunch of photos from Ukraine. Ukraine you see beautiful, beautiful homes, areas, yeah. beautiful areas with trees. They look, some of them look like small towns in Iowa. I never see that from Russia. Did your friends, did they ever see any like n- n- neat neighborhoods where people lived in homes? And, and not so much that they were t- taken more with the. Uh, you know the where the, the more of the upper crust and the, the grand historic archi- stuff, grand architecture. Yes, and the historic cathedrals. And I do think, and, like the Kremlin, the the yes. architectural design of that stuff is cool. It's, yes, it's, it's really cool. But just the country itself, and just it's the way dreary, dreary, just dreary, just like China, just dreary. Yeah, kind and of Iran, like I ran. The weather here today. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I read where Iran's killing, getting ready to kill a twenty-year-old who protested. I mean, just. Yeah, well, we can bitch and moan, but we still have it pretty good. As divided we as do. we are and as all the issues we have. And we have we live in a country where we can express those opinions and not worry about getting thrown in jail. Yes, that's true. At least as far as we know. Some of the things that Captain Steve and Jim say in the morning, though, you know, sometimes will get them in trouble. What's he calling? Yeah. So, well, this should be fun. What's that? Oh, it's that computer. It sounds like a con- con- conveyor belt. That computer there. <laughs> That's that noise. I couldn't figure out what the noise was. It's, um, but yeah, no. Like I said, this is. Yes. Brad. Yeah. I think he's got him. Do we have success, Mister Hunter? Yes, we have our we have our guests. Okay, so joining us this morning, this is Tom Suter, Pat Hardy. Uh, joining us this morning is the CEO and founder of the Iowa Swarm, Brad Heinrichs. Uh, he's in charge of the NIL Collective, supporting Hawkeye Athletics. He was a four-year litter winner at the University of Iowa on the golf team and earned U of I graduate degrees in actuarial science and economics back in 1997. So my first question, Brad, is how out of all the hundreds and thousands of uh, athletes that have gone through this great university, how, how did you end up as the man of the, that's heading up the Iowa Swarm? I think the, the the long and short is is that I'm the only one that was a big enough sucker to take this on. <laughs> hey, hey, Brad. This, uh, the, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Well, I was going to say your degree in actuary. Um, I knew a couple of actuaries when I was at Drake, and they were really smart, really good with numbers. Obviously, that's got to help, doesn't it? In this stuff. 
<laughs> well, um, <laughs> most actuaries aren't super social. Um, we we, we got to raise money. You got to get out there and, and glad hand. I don't know that my actuarial training in uh, hiding in a closet and 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 doing uh, mathematics is, is is really that helpful. It has helped me though. In all, in all seriousness, from a uh, projecting, you know, doing projections of of uh, cash flows and, and and those kinds of things, but uh, you, you know, it's really it's really just a love for the Hawks and and um, uh, I, I own an actuarial consulting firm, so um, that's probably helped me more than anything. Okay. Just the the idea of how to run a business and how to how to make things make things go um, has probably been the most beneficial. So why don't you, uh, Brad, explain the, the Iowa Swarm Collective a little bit and about the, the various levels of giving that uh, people can do to be a part of this uh, great thing to help out Hawkeye athletics. Sure. So, so um, iowaswarm.com is our, um, is our website. Uh, We're really comprised of two components. The swarm as we like to call ourselves, um, is comprised of two components. The first is the Swarm Collective, and it's a 501c3 um, private foundation where where uh, the 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 gist is that we're trying to help these student athletes profit on their name, image, and likeness. Um, but we're but at Iowa, we're doing it with a little bit of a twist, which is that we're raising money from from donors um, at iowaswarm.com and. Paying these student athletes in football, basketball, uh, women's basketball, to go out and raise money for charity or do work for charity um, to try to help the Eastern Iowa community, and and so yes, they're they're benefiting and profiting uh, from the name, image, and likeness. But at the same time, we're trying to, uh, to, to to benefit all the local charities in Eastern Iowa that are that are um, interested in our uh, in our program. Um, so, so, so there's that component of it, um, and again, donations are, are, are tax deductible to this to the Swarm Collective. We also have another arm of the Swarm where we're trying to help the probably the stars, if you will, of our of our three programs um, to get hooked up with with local or or national uh, corporations for for marketing endeavors, whether that's on social media, whether that's you know in in newspaper or in um, uh, you know, commercials, if you will. Uh, that's that's the other component where where corporations can can eff- effectively hire our student athletes through our organization to um, to help help with them um, with with their uh, marketing activities. So, do, were you guys able? Do, were you involved with helping, like Caitlin Clark, get her uh, her Nike deal or any of the other NIL <laughs> things that she's got going? Well, with Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, um, she, she's got her own team. Um, one of the interesting things about NIL is that that um, you know while, while we're probably the endorsed uh, NIL program of the University of Iowa and Learfield Hawkeye Sports Properties, um, there's no there's no requirement that a student athlete be involved with us. Um, and Caitlin Clark um, has had her own. NIL deals put together probably long before we were we formed we mm-hmm. formed our, our organization mm-hmm. uh, this summer. So so but yes, there are other uh, student athletes that have um, secured deals through our through our group, but not Caitlin Clark. 
I'm not sure how specific you can talk, but I'll ask anyway. Sure. Can did, does, does Iowa get Cade McNamara without an NIL deal? Huh. Great question. That's a question for Cade. Um, but I, you know, my I've, opinion, I've my just, opinion, my opinion is no. Okay. My opinion is that the that the strength of our NIL program. You know, we didn't have an NIL program last year yeah. in the off season. Right. You know, you, 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 we, did, we didn't, we weren't able to really get much out of the transfer portal last year. This year, we've got a strong NIL program. It's growing by by the day. Um, Cade McNamara was on a on a podcast yesterday um, with Jordan Palmer and Kyle Allen, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that that Iowa's got a really strong um, NIL program, which he he. He tends to. You know, he actually admitted that he liked, and he was. He was also at the same time very disappointed with Michigan's NIL program. So it's something that these portal transfer guys look at, and and he obviously did, or he wouldn't have spoken about it yesterday. So that's probably the genesis of my answer. Brandon, so let me ask you this: I know um, it, getting the swarm collective. I know now it's in in solid footing, but it, it was a little rough sledding early on, where you kind of. It seemed to stop at right around maybe just 300 members or something like that. Talk about the uh, Cade McNamara effect and what happened after the news got out that Cade's coming to Iowa. Yeah, so that's a good question. And, and you know, um, I, I grew up in the Show Me State in Missouri, and um, it might as well have bled up into Iowa because it's obvious that, that a lot of Iowans were, were maybe skeptical of of what we're doing and the impact that we might have on, on, um, Iowa athletics. And, um, when, when Cade McNamara, and you're right, we had about maybe 325 members. Um, I can't remember exactly what day it was that he, that he, uh, committed. It might've been like almost, maybe it was December 1st or something like that. About Roughly a week right, ago. Right, yeah. right about that. Yeah. yeah. Right about a week ago. And at that time we had about 325 members. Now, obviously some of them are really, really, you know, big donors, but the masses certainly hadn't caught on to the, to, to what we were doing, or they were going to sort of on the sidelines waiting to see how successful we were. Then when McNamara, um, committed and, 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 and started to he even promoted us. I don't know if you've noticed on social media. Uh, um, yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I, yeah. The, the size of our organization tripled. Um, we're, we're at about almost, almost 1100 members now. Uh, wow. strong and it, it seems to be growing by the day uh, you know for us to be successful long term I think we're going to need you know 10,000 or more Hawk fans uh, supporting us but uh, but but yeah he, he certainly provided a, a shot in the arm for for our organization and and I think a lot of the, a lot of Iowa fans at that point in time conceded that you know this Nil stuff isn't going away whether we like it or not um, but this this program that I was got put together is is something that's that's worth supporting, and and so we've had a lot of a lot of new members so, last week. So, would you offer NIL money to an athlete that hasn't been vetted by like the Iowa football coaches? Can you do? I mean, obviously you could do that, but I assume they vet, and then how does that work? <laughs> uh, it depends on what school you're talking about. Um, the, you know, the, the the NIL rules are that. You're not supposed to induce or try to induce a player to attend your your university with NIL money, right? And that's just kind of a it makes you scratch your head, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you're if the player is looking for an NIL program and wants to know what his opportunities are going to be, um, you know that's a fair question if you're if you're one of those student athletes, right? Mm-hmm. But yet we're not supposed to be able to go out and try to induce a player to come here and uh, you know with NIL money or with offers NIL offers. Okay, now I'll tell you that my experience is that at many other universities, that's exactly what happens. Um, but with that said, with that said, um, you know, w- w- what we're trying to do is to put together deals and to support the student athletes that are on campus. Um, when, when student athletes are looking at coming here, we, you know, we're, and they ask questions about NIL, we're happy to answer them, happy to show them what our war chest looks like. Um, so they, they have a real good idea of what sorts of opportunities they're going to have um, with NIL once they're on campus. But, you know, trying to follow the rules as best we can, we're not, we're not supposed to try to induce a Cade McNamara or somebody like mm-hmm. that with NIL. So, so us going out and contacting a recruit and saying, hey, you know, whether, the, whether the, the, the football staff knows or not, hey, if we gave you X dollars, would you go to Iowa? That's not something we do. That's not something that that is that is permitted under the current in yeah. NIL rules, which seem to be changing by the by the month. So it changes when the athlete itself reaches out. Um, so if Cade McNamara reached out to Iowa, was obviously interested in Iowa, yeah. and there was mutual interest, yeah. then it's different than I perceive. That's different because you still need the NIL money to get him to come here, but it's different because it started under. The uh, the arrangement started under different. It wasn't you guys reaching out to him. It's him reaching out to Iowa. Is that how you interpret yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's wanting to know. He wants to know about the NIL program at the at the University okay. of Iowa. Okay. And, and 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 you know because that seems to be important to him. Then then it's up to me to provide information. I, okay. Um, about what we do and 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 you know what and then he can when he's on his visits and he talk you know all these kids talk sure, to each other right sure, they sure. know what kind of deals they get they. You know the, the the social media thing is 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 unbelievable, right? Um, yeah. You know, so that network is pretty strong. So they have a real good idea what kinds of um, you know what kinds of opportunities they're going to have when they show up um, without us having to even talk to them about it. But 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 understanding the structure, understanding kind of you know how much money we have in our war chest, that that really gives them a good idea of. Um, you know, what their opportunities might be when they get here. Okay, so a guy like Caden Proctor, obviously yeah. he's got everyone in the country after him. He's already committed yeah. to Iowa. He said when he committed yeah. that NIL wasn't that big of a factor. But you can tell Caden, is the difference in saying, hey, we'll, we'll give you this if you come here. The difference is you say if you come here, when you get here, you can start earning this. Is that how it's different? Is that how you do it? As opposed to saying we're going to give you this to come here, just to get here, or do you say if you come here, this is what you can start earning? Is that how you guys are doing it? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's, it's almost like what you just said. Um, we, you're, you're correct in saying you know we're not going to we're not going to pay you X to come here. We can't do that. that's 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 something that we're, we're we're not really permitted to do. But you can make but, him know what he would but, earn if he got here. Is what okay? All right. Exactly. Once he's here, you know, he can also see that that every player on the roster has a certain amount of opportunity each month. Okay. And he can talk to when he's on his visits. He can talk to each one of these kids and find out what 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 are the opportunities there. What are what are what are, what are guys getting? What are they getting? Um, you know, Caden already has a he already has an agent too who's mm-hmm. who's out there researching everything for him. Um, 
you know, but you're right. From my understanding, I have not spoken with Caden Proctor, um, but but my understanding is that that you know, Caden's Caden's got a pretty big picture view of this, and mm-hmm. he, he's he's interested in the in the opportunity, um, you know, to, to to play for a Hall of Fame coach, um, and he, he knows how many offensive linemen that that Kirk Ferentz has put in the NFL. He he knows that that he'll get really solid coaching here, and I th- and I think that's 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 for him. That's a whole lot bigger um, piece of the of the puzzle than nil money because he's thinking, mm-hmm. and and, he, and rightfully so probably he's thinking that football is going to be his career, sure, and and that's going to make him a whole lot more money over his lifetime than than what he might get out of nil for the three years that he's on campus. So t- someone like uh, Eric All, who is here tight end from yep. Michigan, um, yep. on campus now with an official visit, uh, it, is it the expectation from his end probably that there's going to have to be some serious NIL money coming his way, or is it uh, yet to be seen? Yet, yet to be seen. Um, but, you know, it would be my my guess if I if you're – Putting the the proverbial gun to my head to say, you know, do I think that that someone like Eric All, who's who's you know effectively a, an All Big Ten player and is probably going to garner a lot of interest, um, you know, NIL will probably be part of the equation. I've spoken to Eric. I don't know, you know, I don't know that much about him um, personally and whether NIL money is a big deal to him or not. Um, so that it kind of remains to be seen, but it's it, it it certainly would not surprise me if NIL became part of his equation when he's trying to evaluate um, opportunities for football. Mm-hmm. One of the criticisms I've heard of NIL, and we, Tom and I were talking about before the show, I mean, there's already a pretty wide gap between the haves and the have-nots in college football. Yeah. When I'm talking about the elites of the elite, do you worry about this widening that gap? Because, I mean, I, Ryan Day said they need 14, 13, 14 million here just to mm-hmm. finance their starting lineup. That's never going to be Iowa, and Kirk Ferentz doesn't want that to be Iowa. How do you combat that? How do you compete against that? <laughs> well, it's, it's, <laughs> I would ask the same question. How do you compete against Ohio State uh, before NIL? Well, <laughs> yes, tough, exactly. Right? Yeah, but now uh, they're... It, it was tough before. It's tough now. Um, you know, but but what we're trying to do is be as good as we can be. Sure. Um, and 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 one of the things that that I know Kirk likes about our program is that, especially on the collective side, every kid, whether it's the starting quarterback, that's what I like. Whether about it's Cade it. McNamara or or whether it's the the third team, uh, you know, I keep making fun of the third team long snapper because Kluver's a friend of mine. Uh, but you know, the third team long snapper. Those guys all have the same opportunity. That that helps protect the locker room. Oh, I agree. Um, I like it. I think it creates a good too. culture and everything. But teams like it, it US, helps, it also helps. It also helps the walk-ons actually. Sure. You know, pay for their education. Um, that helps the locker room. That helps the strength of the roster. Um, but you know, it doesn't make it tougher when when you know Ohio State's got fourteen million bucks for their football team, and you know, in the in the first probably we're not quite six months old yet. Um, five and a half months old now. You know, we've we've got about three million bucks for three programs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of the three million, but yeah. then we're a long ways from 14 for just football, right? No, you're right, and I like the way you guys do it. I guess my worry is I don't think teams like Alabama, Ohio State, USC. I don't think they're going to go about distributing it fairly amongst the all the athletes like you guys are. And my worry is it's going to make them even 
harder to beat in football and men's basketball because they're just going to flood those two sports with all the money. But I like the way you guys are doing it. I'm just worried that it may create some uh, more obstacles. Do you see what I'm saying? Because like I said, I like the way you're doing it. I do do see the obstacles. I also see other things. I also see infighting. I also see... You know, we we mm-hmm. we're going to pay this running back X. I'm with you. I agree. Um, and and we're going to pay this running back Y. And then halfway through the season, running back Y is better than running back X. Yep. And Y is saying, "Wait a minute, how you're paying this? This guy's my backup. He's making more money than me. Yeah, this no. is BS. Forget right. this. I want where's my money? Where's my bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, you're right. And 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 you end up having a whole lot of that stuff. Or you know, these guys that are paying recruits before they ever play a down of high school football or college football. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't proven anything. Yeah, they've got five stars because rivals or 247 says so, but they get on campus yep. and, you, you know, what have, they, what have you done for me? You haven't, you, haven't, you haven't recorded a single tackle in the Big Ten, and, I, and you're getting paid more money than me? No, I was, you're right. I was 13 all Big Ten last year. And that's the big difference between the portal and recruiting. I mean, Cade McNamara, I don't care if he got beat out at Michigan. I don't care if Eric all got beat out. They are proven commodities at this level. They're not – Cade There's McNamara, no he's, not, not, he's not like a four-star recruit that's got a bunch of offers. He's still unproven. Cade McNamara is proven at this level, so I think there's a big difference. Cade McNamara – Saved Jim Harbaugh's job. You're not going to convince me otherwise. No, he did have a lot of help. He he did well, say, sure. but he had the best offensive line in the country and three stud running backs. But you're right, he played well. I didn't think he played any worse than JJ McCarthy. And to be honest with you, I don't think he's any worse yeah. than JJ. I think there was a lot of pressure for them to play the five star recruit. I don't think he's any better than Cade McNamara. But Michigan fans would say I'm nuts. No, they they might. I think that I think that the Iowa football staff. If, if if given the choice between the two, I think they'd pick Cade, Mar- Cade McNamara every day of the week. I think you're right. Sunday. I agree with you. I think yeah. Some may think we're nuts and we're just being homers, but I'm with you. I, I agree. I think they would. Yeah. Yeah, he, he plays he plays um, with the – with um, what's the best way to say it? Uh, you know, people wouldn't say he's conservative. I don't even want to use that word. Oh, they like to but, say game manager. He, he's what Cur- – <laughs> He's what Kirk wants in a quarterback. He's a field general. McCarthy is too. McCarthy takes more chances. McCarthy's very talented, but McCarthy's also Michigan's better this year, I think, than last year. But not just because of McCarthy, because the offensive line's better. I mean, they're just loaded right now. And so, yeah, no, I'm with you though. I think Kirk. I think Cade McNamara is the perfect fit for what Kirk wants to do. Now, there's a quarterback out in the portal now, Spencer Sanders, who's got almost 10,000 passing yards, almost 2,000. He was at Oklahoma State. I mean, he's probably more accomplished than Cade, but I'm not sure if he would have fit into Iowa's offense as well as Cade does because, I mean, Kirk's not going to change his offense at this stage. I mean, and I think Cade will fit in, and I think he's a good fit. I just, I mean, I, I don't understand this. Oh, they're just getting a Michigan backup. I, that, you've seen that, Tom. Oh, sure. And sure. I just think that's, that, that's not fair. No, I don't think so either. And I, you know, Kate McNamara won the Big Ten. Yep, Beetle he took Ohio his State. team to the college. He won. He took his team to the college football playoff. Um, you know, this guy is really accomplished. His goal coming to Iowa. One of the things he said on, on that podcast I listened to yesterday um, that I thought was really interesting is he says, you know, he looks at this as an opportunity. Yes. Um, to take over to take over an offense that was ranked 130th. He says that the coaching staff understands that they need to make serious changes to the way they they coach offense, and he wants to be the agent of change. He wants to blow the lid off this thing, and he wants to 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 make us explosive. Um, 
he's excited about turning around the the Iowa offense, no. um, and he's going to try to help get as many that's, new, you know, that's what we were new just players say. as he possibly can. Yeah, yeah well, he's going to need to. Obviously, they need help desperately at wide receiver right now, and they're working on it. I get it. I know nil is going to be a factor, but I I think they may be able to get some receivers that probably won't ha- be in a position to demand a ton of. I mean, you've seen some of the people. It'll be interesting to see. But I wanted to ask you about taxes because I've had a couple. How do the how do you Sorry. handle taxes with nil money? For the listeners out there, because I'm not sure. I've been asked a couple, but how do you, how do these guys get taxed for this stuff? Are we talking about the donors themselves or the or the Both. players? Donors, NIL. How, how much does taxes figure into it? Well, taxes matter. I mean, <laughs> you and I. Yes, they we're do. We're old enough to know. I mean, the Uncle Sam's going to get his. Oh yeah. Um, and 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 so the so so we we've, we've jumped through the hoops to get you know to be some tax qualified status okay. that that. Um, will allow the donations to our organization to be tax deductible. Now, I'm not a tax advisor, and I should qualify all this. Uh, it, you know, there are exceptions, but but for our for our you know donors, we'll provide them with a with a statement at the end of the year, or actually maybe the beginning of January, that says that you donated this amount to our organization, and and here's our here's our tax ID and mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and we think that you're donations tax deductible talk to your tax advisor to confirm or whatever uh whatever that whatever that letter says uh but but then the the, the players the players are 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 you know, they're independent contractors mm-hmm. okay of the of the swarm and so the amount of money that they will be receive from us is is taxable okay. i mean it's a yeah. taxable uh, uh, an amount um you know so they will be taxed as an independent contractor and we'll give them a 1099. I think the name of the form is. Yes. And they will they will then um, have to be on the hook to to pay to pay taxes um, okay. to the extent that they earn enough that, that that makes them you know where they have to pay taxes. And that's I don't even talk to you about the tax code, but but I will tell you that the Iowa Athletic Department has a has a group um, you know a program that helps these student athletes with this. Okay, that's so, great. Um, you know, there's, there's, we're, we're, we're collectively we're trying to uh, not get guys in a in a bad spot where they're, you know, they're selling game worn jerseys to uh, to pay their tax bill in April. Okay. Now you you mentioned a couple of times, Brad, the term war chest that which what you have assembled so far, approximately three million dollars yeah. a year, and that's distributed to the men's basketball, women's basketball, and the Iowa football team, and that's what approximately a hundred and fifty kids. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit less than that because uh-huh. they don't all have to they don't have to sign up. There's some that just that just decide you know I don't want to participate. Seriously? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'd be surprised. There's some some kids that just say, hey, you know, I don't want to have to, I don't want to go to, you know, I don't want to go to the elementary school and do literacy literacy kits, or I don't want to. You know, they okay. want to. They've got school and football or yeah. basketball, or whatever. They just don't want to do it. Um, now, having said all that. Uh, you know, there's probably 125, maybe. Mm-hmm. So you've got mo- a majority of them. Um, and and then the three million dollars is actually broken down a little differently. I mean, you probably have, you know, uh, at least half of that, maybe two thirds of that. Um, that is that is um, more set aside for individual stars in terms of deals, okay. and uh-huh. then. Probably about a million dollars is, is collective money, where okay. it's 
it's you know everybody gets the same. Can so you, you've got go ahead. Yeah, can you give me that figure for so I mean, does each kid get something around three thousand dollars a month? I mean, what how does it work out? What's the number? So, so, so well, it's still being you know we're we're still, we're, we're we're still kind of uh, developing that. We don't have at this point. We have not decided on a certain amount. Okay. Um, but what we do is we we're, we're really trying to you know give every kid an opportunity to earn around the same amount of money to the extent that they're interested. Uh, once we get closer to the spring and we have a you know you know eight or nine months of of fundraising. Uh, under our under our belt, um, we'll have a little better idea. But I would say, in general, I think the the idea is to for, for each kid to have at least fifteen hundred dollars a month in opportunities. And just so we're clear, we don't just cut we don't just cut uh, you know one hundred twenty five fifteen hundred dollar a month checks and send it to them. They they have to sign up for an event mm-hmm. and they get paid for the event. Okay. Um, and and so this is not a where they get on salary. Mm-hmm. They're they're getting they're independent contractors, and you know independent contractors get paid when they do stuff, and that's really what what it what it is. All right, I've got a hypothetical here for you. Let's say I was got it. let's say I was got an in on a five star mega recruit. I mean, this okay. is related uh, to somebody on the staff or something, and he basically says, "Man, I'm coming, but I want a million a year while I'm here." <laughs> Does you would obviously if that's the case, you would obviously go to Kirk. And find out first if he would even want to approach something like that. How would something like that work? Because that's happening at other schools. I mean, I've read. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. So how would Iowa handle something like that? Well, if it's, I can tell you that 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 first for starters. I mean, there. If this is a high school kid, and you see these kids, right? Mm-hmm. That, that I want a million. You know, I'm a five star high school kid. Um, that's just not going to happen. We're, we we just probably w- won't play ball like that. And I think. Uh, I think Kirk's view and and um, you know to a certain extent Fran's view too sure. is that oh without question you know they they want to they want to take care of their players on the roster yes um, that have that have scored points and and played Big Ten football and 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 th- those people are the ones that that get the spoils if you will okay mm-hmm. um, the kids who have never competed at the college at the D one level that are high school recruits. Um, there, there's a serious concern about the locker room bring, you know, bringing a kid oh, on who yeah, makes more money than the, and, mm-hmm. and 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 so, you know, I think that Kirk and and, and Fran both have had enough experience um, getting guys that that that, that aren't going to be the prima donna type that that can come in and prove their worth, and then hopefully you know get a million dollars worth of deals and and you know make all sorts of money. Um, I think the answer to that that would be to say, hey, if you if you're as, if you're good enough to to warrant a million dollars a year um, in NIL money, you come here and show it. That that money will that money will will, will find its way to you. Okay, the, the market value your market value will be known, and you will you will get your your market value under the infrastructure of the swarm. Whoa. But are we going to pay you a million dollars to 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 sign a national letter of intent? No. Okay. Some not, other school might do that. They'd be breaking the rules, but we're not doing that. Oh, and I like the way you're doing it. And I know I, um, I know Iowa lost at least one basketball recruit during the signing period, strictly because of NIL, yeah. and it was because yeah. I, it was because Iowa was not going to match it. They didn't want to match it. And I remember talking to Fran saying, "Hey, if we're going to pay anybody that type of money, it's going to be somebody here playing." 
That's right. And that's I agree right. with you. Yeah. But they did lose what, some what, recruits. What does Chris, what, what Chris Murray think? What's Chris Murray That's think exactly when, the name when, I think he brought up. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to disrupt the chemistry on the roster. And, and it cost him because I'm not going to mention the name of the kid. It's not fair. But he was so leaning heavily toward Iowa until yeah. one of the other schools just threw an offer he couldn't refuse. And if he's there for three years, he's going to make over a million dollars. And he knew that before he signed. And, I, and, I, and my hope is that, as you're right, and, and my hope is that as, as time wears along here and we become more and more successful and, and um, the, the kids that are prospects looking at our program and see that so-and-so on the Iowa roster is getting, you know, he can ask him on the recruiting trip how are, you know, what kind of NIL deals he's sure. getting. Mm-hmm. And he sees what kind of NIL deals that person's getting. So then he knows that if he's as good as he says he is and thinks he is, when he shows up and he proves that, he'll be getting something similar. No, no, um, I, yeah, I, yeah. no you're right. I, I like the way you guys do it. I think it's fair. And if Cade McNamara is making a little more NIL money than some other people on the Iowa team now, because that's what it took to get him here, he's going to have a lot more pressure and responsibility on his shoulders than a lot of players next year, too. That's for sure. But look at the effect that it did for the Swarm itself yeah. by him coming here. He's helping to raise money. So, yeah, no, no, no this is an interesting he, conversation. He's helping to raise money. and. And you, know, you guys all know when he shows up on campus, uh, there, the, 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 there's going to be a lot of there. There already are a lot of people lined up to to pay for his services when he gets here. Cade McNamara will do very well in the NIL world when he gets on campus. Um, but you know, the same could be said for 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 other four or five star guys that transfer, sure. whether they're transferring to Iowa or, or elsewhere. Um, you know, so he just needs some help at receiver in a big way. <laughs> well, I think that's I think helps on the way. Oh, uh, I do I too. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna. I think and I think Kate is. It has to be. They have uh, no choice. Kate is. Kate is. Kate is. Kate is a great leader, and he's gonna go out and try to help uh, find some folks that 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 wanna that wanna follow him and play um, in the Big Ten and and uh, um, get us into the to the championship game next year and 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 hopefully. Knock off his um, his friends at Michigan. Boy, wouldn't that be a story? Wouldn't that be great? So uh, that would be a, that would be really great. So let's talk a little bit. I mean, there's people that are listening now. Plenty of people probably that would love to be part of the Swarm Collective. So there are sure. different levels that are available to them to be able to donate. You can do a one-time thing, or you can do yeah. uh, you can guarantee. I'll give you a thousand dollars a year, right? Or two thousand sure. a year? Yeah, sure. And yeah, there's there's different levels. We 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 put together really a, a maybe a subscription model where for as little as nineteen dollars and fifty eight cents a month, um, you can be a member. And with that, you'll get a T-shirt and and a bumper sticker and and a, and a membership card that gets you, you know, half price beer at local establishments in Iowa City and Coralville, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but then there's other levels that 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 are that that go up from there, where you get access to to, to television interviews of the student athletes and entrances into tailgates with free drinks and that kind of thing. Okay. And um, you know, it's, it's it's trying to it's trying to be it's trying to put together a program for any Hawk fan to, to to help and to feel like they're part of this, which they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. For for any pocketbook, any 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 size pocketbook is I, I think it's it's fair and and even if you can't if you can't if the, if the twenty bucks a month or whatever is 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 too much 
still, you know, you, you're able to, to give a one-time gift. You can give us $5, and we'd love to have it. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put it to good use. So you'd obviously like maybe more donors maybe paying less so you're not relying on just a few. I mean, that's how, I mean, that's how you would like, we'd all like to do advertising. Mm-hmm. The more you have, there's less pressure to rely on. If you lose one or two yeah. big ones, you've got more. I like the idea that you want to spread it out, though, and try to because then you're also going to get yeah. more fans involved. Because not every fan can give a ton of money, right. but they can give That's a little right. amount, and every amount helps. That's exactly right. I, I think for our organization to be successful over the long term, we need thousands of members. We need we need ten thousand ten thousand okay members, and and um, at, at a minimum um, to, to to really be successful. And I think, and, and one of the reasons is. You know, Iowa doesn't have the uh, the concentration of billionaires that yeah, maybe other good, schools good, might have. You're right. Good point. Um, and 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 so we we have some very wealthy donors that have been already been very generous with us. And and but I don't I don't want to have to go and and, and beg those folks for help every exactly. year. Exactly. Yes. Um, we're we're better off if we can get the masses to 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 support us. Um, that will that will be, um, I, I think that will be a whole lot more self sustaining. Sure, um, and and um, have our have our donations or whatever, if you will, from an actuarial perspective, a whole lot more level cash flow. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and and so I think that would be that's really what we're gunning for, and um, so so it's a, it's an exciting time. I mean, like I said, last week we've tripled up. That's amazing, and um, and so I I really see this taking off um i'm hopeful that we can reach the season ticket holders and and uh get their support and and through podcasts like like yours um you know i I, i'm hopeful that the word gets out what is i just want what is um ten thousand times a thousand you're the math whiz how good ten ten thousand times if ten thousand fans were given a thousand dollars a year how much is that Ten million, yeah, ten million. Think about that. If that, and I'm not saying a thousand dollars. That's all you know. That's a decent amount that's of money. But it's about ninety bucks a month. Well, that I, that, to me, I look at that. That'd be a ten thousand fans giving a well, thousand. It's not a ton of money. Well, it's a decent amount, but it wouldn't be a huge burden on a lot of people. Is what I'm saying. Well, we'll think of it a different way. How many how many season ticket holders do we have for football? What fifty thousand? About forty five, isn't it? Forty, yeah. roughly between forty and fifty. Okay. Well, forty thousand. Um, if they're all given a hundred bucks, you're at four million. Yeah. So do, do you, you have? Know, you're 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 uh, cooking with gas. If you've got, you know, that's just that's just a hundred bucks. No, um, I'm with you. Yeah, that's so they're giving more. I mean, you, you know, you can you can really start to ramp this up. Um, but we've got it. We've got a. <laughs> one of our struggles has been able to being able to reach all the season ticket holders. That you'd be surprised to learn that. Um, I can't just call over to Gary and no, say, I figured Gary, that you was just, the case. You uh, can't send do that. me that list. Um, you know, it's not as easy as as you might think. Yeah, I assume that you're you're working on just that, though, right? Oh, there's no doubt. I'm 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 I'm, try, I'm pulling out all the stops. I've I've we we've partnered with Learfield, so now we're the official NIL sponsor of of Hawkeye Sports Properties in Learfield, and so we've if you've been in Kinnick and saw our little bird on the on the big screen, um, that's that's us. Um, so we're advertising in Kinnick. Um, on the post-game shows, there's a swarm commercial for football and for basketball, um, which hopefully will help get the word out. 
but but really being able to personally you know reach the the season ticket holders is something that I'm continuing to gun for but have been unsuccessful at achieving. I know I'm doing this for selfish reasons. Have you thought about advertising like on media outlets, like on websites and I mean, have you given that much consideration? Oh, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm I, I I think about it all the time. Well, like um, I said, like for my site, for example, hundred bucks a month, and I mean, Captain always accuses me of not putting. I mean, last two weeks our sites had um, sixty thousand page views. I mean, we had, we had, I mean, hundred thousand dollars or a hundred bucks a month. You get your ad down there. You could put something in our. We have seven or eight podcasts that we do. And um, yeah. and there's there's ways if you're ever interested, let me know. And that's what it is. It's a hundred bucks a month. Well, do- I'm 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 definitely interested in and you know my 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 biggest concern about all of this right is is you know what's the what's the return on investment? And sure. I don't want to spend donor dollars on stuff that doesn't right. doesn't pay off. I was actually looking at newspapers and I saw how much it costs to advertise in a newspaper. I was stunned how much it costs to advertise in a newspaper. Is it more than a hundred bucks uh, a month? Oh my God! I was going to say, it's, yeah, it's that's thousands. But yeah, yeah. that's our rate though. Hundred, hundred bucks a month, and there's no contract. I'm not going to sit here and try to sill you on the yeah. air, but but yeah, no you, contract. You've already sold me. I'm in. All I'm right, in. well, if, I'll, I'll let Tom hook us up together. It would be a good way to spread because we do have a lot of listeners from all different ages, and I think a lot of them just don't know how to connect with you. And I think we could help you. Well, I would, I would, I would really appreciate the help. And like I said, if I think. Many Hawk fans, when they start to understand who we are, what we're doing, what we're doing it for, hopefully they'll agree that we're doing it the right way mm-hmm. um, in that in this in this process. And I think most and do. If they and if they and if they once they once they they buy in, they'll start to feel like, hey, you know what? It, this is fun to be a part of because I think the Hawkeye fans can now help Iowa athletics in a way that they've never helped before. Sure. I think mm-hmm. a lot the average Iowa fan has probably felt like if I donate to the North End Zone funds, what really I mean, do they really is that really going to my is my 100 bucks really going to matter? No, you're right. Um but but with our with our organization it absolutely it will. It does. Um mm-hmm. it will be going to the kids. It will be going to to the kids and and they will be doing good works for it. Um and and so I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty cool proposition we have going here. Oh, I do too. And one other plug I can make is our content's free. We don't have subscribers. We're all based on local advertising, so it doesn't take a subscription to get onto the site. So yeah, if you're interested, reach out to Tom. We well, can love to do it. Definitely, and you could put a 20 second script in our podcast too. If the, oh, sweet. With a video, because Tom could you no. Know, there's a lot of ways we could help spread the word for you, and you could be helping yeah, us that's too. Awesome. So, um, I mean, I, if, if the if the if you want the Hawks to win championships, the you know this is the road to you got to support now. nil. You have okay. to. So what's the, the what's what is it? Iowa Swarm. Iowa Swarm. Iowa Swarm dot com. Okay. All right. Well, Brad, we appreciate your time today. No, this was a good good conversation. Everything that you're doing for Hawkeye athletics it means so much to so many people and. It's really neat to see it really start to come together, and most of it's because of your good work. Well, uh, that's the very kind words, and and I think we all can agree that we we have a little bit more pep in our step when the Hawks are winning versus <laughs> after they lose. Yep. And and so we're doing. This is a labor of love for me. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just trying to trying to help my Hawks win. What's your alma mater? It's my alma mater, and, and, you know, as I've gotten more involved in this, what I've learned, guys, is 
the people in Iowa athletics that that were supporting. My gosh, they're such great people. Kirk Ferentz, Fran McCaffrey, Lisa Bluter, and all of their staff. These guys are awesome people. I, agree I mean, they're really just really really good people, and so it's fun to support them and 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 have a small part in contributing to their success. And they understand the way NIL should work. You know, and I'm glad for that, too. So, no, this was a very interesting conversation. Appreciate you coming on, Tom. Anything else? Nope. Uh, but let's do this again as we get closer yeah, to Yeah, anytime you want to reach out. Yeah, just reach out. Yeah. But let's definitely do well, this again. I would love to do it. Um, I'll make myself available to you. I, uh, Great. Um, I, I enjoyed the conversation, and, and, and I really appreciate you guys doing your part to help Spread the word of the swarm. And I'll give Tom my contact information. Sure. Feel free to email me. We can discuss the other stuff later. I'd love, okay. I'd love to do it. Thanks Pre- so much. Thanks so much, Brad. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That, that was a great conversation, Brad Heinrichs, uh, who is the CEO and founder of Iowa Swarm, the NIL collective supporting Hawkeye Athletics. Yep, iowaswarm.com. Very simple. iowaswarm.com. Yep. Write it down. And contribute, because it matters. It does matter, and I like the approach. Try to get more paying less. That's what I try to do with advertisers. You, you're better off getting more paying less, because if you lose one, it doesn't hit you as much. And right. I think that's, I like the way they're doing it, And but I do worry about other schools that aren't doing it that way, and they're not going to care, and they're going to, and it's going to be hard in some ways to compete against those schools. But it, like Brad said, it was hard to, before to compete That's against right. those schools. E- eventually, there will be better guidelines Let's and hope. better rules. Yep. Eventually, but they're not in place yet. Now i got to head out. To, all right. To going out to Tammy Rouse to get my health insurance all. I pretty much know what I want to do. And my health insurance, basically, they just want me to re- auto-renew. Yeah. They just, but I, I'm not comfortable until I talk to Tammy. That's just the way. That's just how I am. She knows what she's talking about. She knows what she's doing, and she'll tell me. And she's just—I just always feel much better after I talk to Tammy. All right, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It is free.